Hi, and welcome back to the ESG Mark podcast. I'm Chloe, and this episode I'll be talking to Nikki Lin, International Business Development Manager at MGI Worldwide. Founded in 1947, MGI Worldwide is one of the world's oldest networks of independent audit, tax and accounting firms, with a global network of 240 independent accountancy firms in more than 100 countries. Hi Nikki, really nice to meet you today. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks Chloe, great to see you too. It would be really great if you could start by telling us a little bit about the business and your role within MGI Worldwide. Of course, so MGI Worldwide is a global accounting network of independent audit, accounting, tax, legal and consulting firms. Established back in 1947, the network has grown and developed in that time where we now have members in over 100 countries around the world. My role is currently International Business Development Manager, and essentially I help members to network and collaborate more effectively through their membership through lots of different activities. MGI members share the similar values and work with the same types of clients, so through the network they can also work collaboratively uh, in serving their client needs. One of the strengths that we have is in our structure. We have eight geographical regions, uh, Africa, Asia, Australasia, Europe, Latin America, Middle East and North Africa, and North America and UK and Ireland. Each have their own management and regional activities to foster the growth and collaboration. And this structure is led and supported by a global management team based in the UK and Portugal. Brilliant, thank you. And when did you start as a business and I guess as yourself within the business, when did you start thinking about sustainability? As a membership organisation, there are three areas that we need to navigate, which is our organisation, our member firms' businesses, but also their clients' businesses. And ESG is an important growth opportunity for all of us. Back in 2021, our then UK and Ireland regional coordinator, Paul Winder, started looking into ESG generally whilst he was preparing for their conference. His work resulted in us connecting with ESG Mark, where Portia and Justin joined us as guest speakers at the conference in Birmingham. And we became the first global accounting network to be awarded the ESG Mark certification and then joined this. ESG Mark community from that connection. Our ultimate focus is always how we can support our member firms and find ways to grow and enhance their business through the membership with MGI. ESG is an area of increased importance to everyone wherever they are in that journey and businesses such as ours, our members and their clients play a huge role in moving forwards towards a more equitable world. In early 2022, we contacted our members to see who would be interested in coming together to connect and share experiences on all things ESG. The response was positive and we established our global ESG group. The group meets online regularly with the support of Portia and Justin. We learn the basics of what ESG means, delving deeper into each element of ESG and identifying areas where it currently impacts our businesses and learn from those that were already on their own journeys. The group now has over 100 members and is continuing to grow. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about your ESG-focused initiatives that you've implemented over the last couple of years? Absolutely. Um, One of our biggest impact areas is on the environment with our conferences. So people do business with people um, and it's essential that our members meet each other. So we, we have a lot of conferences around the world. We hold a global meeting every year as well as smaller regional events. So it means we have to travel. (laughs) 
ESG features um, a lot on our conferences and on our conference agendas last year in terms of sharing the message with our members, but it also helped us to start thinking about MGI as an organisation and what we do. So for conferences, it's very much looking at our suppliers and our supply chain, looking at materials, making sure things are recyclable, looking at our hotels that we choose and looking at their ESG sustainable credentials and policies and making sure that big global organisations have their policies, but making sure locally they're actually being implemented. So it's quite a quite a, a task to go through. Um, it's not always easy as well in certain parts of the world. Uh, renewable materials is not readily available or if they are they're incredibly expensive so there's there's a bit of bit of work being done there and we continue to, to look at that we have also um like i said working with our members and finding out what they're doing locally and a lot of our members are making big progress into to small changes that you know collectively make make big, big differences and we're learning stories from all over the world from electric car points for the for the staff in the car park to recycling and being more efficient with their recycling uh, getting more involved in social activities so having community days social days with the, the staff mm. beach cleans are very popular um one of our members in kenya for earth day last year decided to shut the office take the staff and go and plant trees and they planted lots and lots of trees in a forest uh I think it was um, outside Nairobi and uh, MGI UK and Ireland region donated some, some money towards that as well. And then we have South African beach cleans and river cleaning in the south of England. So it's really nice to to learn from our members um, what they're doing and it helps inspire others. It's the little things that make the impact, I think. So you know, we're always looking for, for different things to, to monitor and review and going back to the conferences, we've worked with ESG Mark to actually monitor and review our carbon footprint on our members traveling. So we asked them all to complete a questionnaire, which details how they got from home to the venue. And then with this clever analysts at ESG Mark, they help us turn that into something uh, that we can look at what, uh, what sort of foot, carbon footprint we have for each event in terms of CO2 tons. And not being as clever as the analysts, it doesn't really mean much to us when we see these numbers. So they help us turn that into a, an equivalent, something that you can actually get your, your head around. So for last year, we did, um, as an example, a, a talent meeting in Amsterdam. And it turned out that it was roughly the equivalent of driving an average petrol car between Land's End and John O'Groats 80 times. And when you picture that with a visual mm. of how many miles that would be, it makes the impact a little bit more um, uh, more there than just giving you a number of CO2. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it raises the question for us as an organisation, what we're going to do about it. So it's another thing that we're now looking at. So, as I said, we've contributed to tree planting led by um, MGI Alakim in, in Kenya. Uh, we're looking globally at what we can do now and investigating different options available to us to make sure that whatever we do fits well with us as an organization oh, that's so fantastic there's so many things I can pick <laughs> up on but I really love the small changes to make big differences um I feel like that summarizes um what you're talking about it's very interesting thank you how do you connect with your network of accountancy practices on ESG issues essentially it's through our global ESG group 
got plans to develop this further. And recently I've outlined uh, an ESG strategy for MGI worldwide in how we can help our members as well as ourselves embrace all things ESG. So as a whole, it can be quite overwhelming. So we plan to look at more specific areas so we could break it down for members because our members around the world are all at different stages of their journey. Somehow are just starting to look at ESG and consider the impact it's having on their business and their clients. Mm -hmm. Others are already down the line providing ESG services to their clients and everyone in between. So we, we're kind of breaking it down to make sure it's more manageable for our, um, our members to, to absorb wherever they are in that journey. We've got a fantastic new online member portal, which is allowing our members to connect more easily in between our on online Zoom calls and webinar sessions. So there they have the ability to share articles and discuss specific issues that come up in between time and reach out to each other. Uh, so that's that's the main the main way for us is to, to break it down and sharing different ways of, of communicating. So like I say, through newsletters, podcasts, calls, and document sharing is a lot of what we're doing. Being global, we have different time zones, different cultures, different uh, languages to embrace as well. So it's it's all a big mixture of different ways to communicate with them. And as an established business, how easy was it to integrate all of these ESG policies? For us, I think it was relatively easy. Um, MGI Worldwide itself is a, a small not-for-profit organisation. We have less than 10 employees and we've got established governance mm. and policies we're no, by no means perfect, but there's always areas of improvement. Leadership of MGI is an international committee which is elected by our members in each region. So we have a, an eight region structure, which is one of our strengths. And the regions are all supervised by a management team that take strategic decisions and represent the interests of the members worldwide. And in addition, we have a regional board of directors supported by a regional director. One of the areas that we're addressing is greater diversity in our boards. Due to the nature of the position, um, you know, for each representative, this takes some time to sort of readdress the balance. So we're making progress, which is always positive, mm -hmm. and we're working really hard to make sure that our international committee it will increase from zero female members to at least 25% this year, later this year, and that mm -hmm. will increase, we hope, um, in the future. Our central team is 80% female uh, and over 60% of our regions are directed by by females. So we're, we're, we're in a strong position, but we can still, like I say, do better. And I guess you've touched on this a little bit, but um, as an international business, have you observed any differences in how your network organisations understand and act um, in respect to ESG concepts, um, I guess, across the world? Yeah, it's great being part of a global organisation and seeing the differences between regions and cultures. ESG concepts can be different from region to region, depending on the local context and the ESG related regulations and requirements in each country. Also, stakeholder expectations can differ. Investors, for example, uh, in some regions will focus on financial performance alongside ESG, where others prioritise sustainability and responsible investment practices. Also, countries with a strong tradition of corporate social responsibility tend to have more rooted approach to ESG integration. So Denmark and Sweden spring to mind. But overall, everyone understands the importance of ESG concepts and are beginning to feel the impact on their own businesses and the businesses of their clients as they start to get caught up in supply chain audits and regulations of the larger companies. But also from a talent perspective for our members, 
where they're finding potential employees are more inclined to look at aligning their beliefs with the organisations they work for. And this is having an impact on their recruitment activities. But yeah, that's so interesting. And out of interest, so you're obviously you're saying they're getting into different parts of it, but do you see a difference in where people start in terms of like E, S or G? Um, yes, absolutely. I think the tendency is to go for the E. And I always say the mm. E is the easy bit. It's the bit that you can see a, resp- a an action and you can see the outcome almost instantly Mm. can't you and it's also the easiest thing I think for everybody within an organization from your from your top partners at the top of the chain all the way down to everyone who's supporting with the cleaning and the uh, the secretaries and management at every level environmental is easy to see and easy to understand from a governance perspective I think most of our members have that in place already Mm. it's it it is the foundation it's where everything starts from and as I said earlier and MGI we're not perfect there's always room for improvement and there's things that are changing so it needs to be you might have it in place but do you review it regularly Mm. and making sure that you're updating things uh, accordingly and social I think again social differs from around the world but you'll find that in some areas it is more um ingrained I suppose into to what they do in the fact that they pro bono work or social days out supporting local community projects again I'm seeing more of it now I think it's it's that whole team building it's the bringing people together and and actually bringing everything together under the whole ESG banner and a lot of people I think do a lot of this without realizing and it's only until they start digging a bit deeper that they can see that actually we're not as bad as perhaps we thought we were what role do you think the accountancy profession can play in encouraging ESG best practice across the wider business community? I think it plays a crucial role in encouraging ESG best practices because accountants can leverage their expertise in financial management, reporting, analysis, all to contribute to create a more sustainable and responsible business environment. Helping to develop robust ESG reporting frameworks and standards is going to provide consistent and reliable information to stakeholders and integrating ESG factors into financial reporting processes. The industry is working very hard to bring everyone together. Recently we've had an announcement from IFAC with their global sustainability disclosure standards. This is where the industry can, can encourage best ESG practices more widely with the community. So extending their advisory services, accountants are really well placed to assist businesses in identifying and managing ESG risks and opportunities. And then they can help them to develop strategies and frameworks uh, and KPIs to, to measure performance. The other thing I suppose to point out is accountancy bodies uh, and the industry is they are contributing to training and education for the profession. So many are offering ESG related courses and certifications, which are equipping accountants at all levels with skills and knowledge to advise on on ESG matters. Brilliant. It feels like there's a big sort of tangible impact there um, from what you've said. Absolutely. I I agree. You're, you're, You're right there. Would you, I guess, focusing on the S of ESG, could you tell us a little bit more about um, the Women Who Lead scheme? Oh, absolutely. Uh, This scheme uh, was started at the end of 2021. 
uh, whilst women are well represented across the accounting sector, there is still a big gap at the leadership end. And we wanted to give our female members a platform to connect, celebrate and to encourage every woman in their leadership journey. We've hosted many online calls where we've had women and in some cases men, so it's not exclusive, <laughs> come and join from all parts of the world to share their stories and learn from each other on the challenges that they're facing on a regular basis. Um, during our conferences, we're making time for organised lunches and breakfast meetings so that actually people can come and say hello in person, get to know each other. They've all been really well received. Um, some of our male colleagues have come along as well because they're keen to learn what these issues that the, the ladies are facing um, and how they can make a, a change or anything that they can do to help help bring those changes a, a, about. Uh, the enthusiasm and willingness from members from all corners of the globe has been um, great to see, really great. And the group's continuing to grow. I think the last time I checked, we have 150 members listed on the group. And it's now evolving so that we are being a more purposeful group. And we have a mentorship program with a focus in specific areas of importance, such as um, diversity, equity and inclusion. And we've got upcoming sessions to include confidence and change management. And we've got a great strong core team uh, who are, are leading the group, led by Maxine Brock, our, our chief marketing officer. So it's an area which is going to continue to grow and and hopefully add a lot of benefit to our, our female members and our male colleagues too. Um, so each podcast, we ask our guests to ask the next guest a question. So last podcast, our guest asked you, <laughs> um, as you grow as a company, how do you ensure that your values and focus on ESG best practice within the company stay aligned? That is a brilliant question. Uh, so um, at the beginning of our ESG journey, we made the promise to our team and members to help identify ESG best practices and resources that will help navigate this emerging and growing interest in ESG, uh, mm -hmm. the issues and the opportunities facing the future of businesses and what it means for our three key areas, which you know, what I started at the beginning was you know, it's our organisation, MGI Worldwide, it's our member firms and their businesses and then the clients of those member firms as well. Paul Winder, who started us on this journey, has now uh, retired from his position as the UK and Ireland regional coordinator. And I was delighted to take over the role, the lead role of the ESG strategy. I've always been passionate about the environment and believe that you know, whatever difference we can make as individuals, however small, collectively, you know, will bring change to the world. So now this role showing me much more of what we can do and opening my eyes to things that I never considered before. So we're now two years, almost two years into our journey and we've made leaps and bounds. In terms of our learning, um, the fast paced changes taking place in the world and the new strategy that we have placed. So I'm I'm working closely with our CEO, Chris Bournemouth, to make sure that we have the, the global strategy. It reflects our ESG aims and objectives. This then filters down to our marketing strategy, which is then shared with our regional directors and the central team on a regular basis. It's it's keeping the ESG conversation open with everybody, um, with the team is especially important as we're all here to support our members in making the most of their membership with MGI. And ESG touches on almost all areas of their business, but it puts us in a stronger position to serve our members in this ever changing environment. 
Uh, do you think part of the reason that you will continue on the ESG track, no matter how big you grow, is because of that internal commitment, like by people within the company? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the drive of the small team here have a, a big, strong drive to support uh, all areas uh, of ESG and the, the journey that we're taking. That's fantastic. Um, and as our final question, um, we would love to hear a question that you have for another sustainable company for our next podcast. Okay. So I've touched on this a, f- a couple of times, I think, during during our conversation, but there's a, an amazing and perhaps overwhelming amount of information on ESG and best practices for all industries as well as generally. So my question is, how do you keep yourself and, if relevant, your clients up to date with all the developments in the world of ESG? Brilliant question. Um, Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks for your time, Chloe. Thank you for listening to the ESG Mark podcast. For more information on MGI Worldwide and ESG Mark, check out the show notes below.